the temperature changes one degree and yep, I can feel, you can it. feel it. I feel the altitude change when we drive up to Mount Hood because I am an HSP. I'm a highly sensitive person. Yes. I just called it annoying. Actually, you're being selfish. How come you can't have things my way? How come you're not paying attention to my feelings? Exactly. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how being a highly sensitive person affects your marriage. You got a question for us? You want to read the question? Yeah, so we got an email from someone who had just watched our YouTube video on a highly sensitive person, personalities, or yes, people. Because? Because I am an HSP. I'm a highly sensitive person. Yes. Not just emotionally. A lot of people hear, oh, high sensitive, and they think yeah. of you're super sensitive and you cry at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And you're a high it, maintenance woman kind yes, of thing. Yes, and it's not that. It, no. Well, I might be a little high maintenance, but... <laughs> Okay. For various different As long reasons. as you said it, not me. Let's be really clear about that. You said it, not, not me. Not the type of high maintenance that you no. think of. No. no. But you're um, sensitive in lots of areas. Yes. So uh, the the temperature changes one degree and yep, I can, feel, can it. feel it. I feel the altitude change when we drive up to Mount Hood. Yeah. Uh, smells, smells are very, very uh, annoying to yes, you. You have my, a very my, sensitive my smell. My new favorite sweatshirt that's my uh, travel has my travel agent logo on yes. it. The inside of the sweatshirt is pilly and it itches my skin and I yes. don't like it anymore. Not so, so much. It's a high sensitivity to the whole gamut, yes. not just emotions. And that has played into our dynamic for yes. a long time. And before we knew there was a name for it. Yes. I just called it annoying. That was my diagnosis. You're being annoying. Yes. Actually, you're being selfish. You need everything your way. How come you can't have things my way? How come you're not paying attention to my feelings? Exactly. And it led to all sorts of great conflict. Yes. Yes, it did. Yes. Which gives us years of content for this podcast. Sure. But, but let's get back. We to figured the, out what you are, a highly sensitive yes. person. So we did a video yes. on that. And uh, this gal just saw the video yep. and she emailed in because she just discovered within the last year that she is highly sensitive as well. Yes. Um, and that her husband is um, high functioning Asperger's. Asperger's. Yes. yes. And the two bump into each other all, all the, time. the time. And so she wants to know what we can point her to or for some help or some suggestions that will help them work through those, um, their situation. That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take a stab at it or do you want me to kind of lead this one off? I'll let you lead this one off because (laughs) I know a lot about high sensitivity, uh, not so much about the, second issue. Yeah. So for people who have heard uh, the term Asperger's, but they don't know what it is, Asperger's is on the autism spectrum. It's not very severe autism. There's actually high functioning Asperger's and low functioning Asperger's as well. The primary characteristic of someone who has uh, Asperger's is, is they don't read the nonverbal emotional cues of another person. It's like they just completely miss those nonverbal things. And so when you're with someone, and they don't pick up on your needs. 
your emotional state, your subtle questions, anything else like that. If they take everything almost literally, they're just kind of preoccupied by their own world. And so they, they're lower on the empathy scale just because they can't read it. Science doesn't know why. They haven't been able to point to a genetic thing or uh, an experiential thing, or they don't know the exact mechanics of it. The way you get diagnosed is there isn't really a test that you can take, like you can test for diabetes or something else like that. It's usually if you have certain behaviors and they've been documented for a certain amount of time, then you will be diagnosed as having Asperger's in some way. And it can be incredibly frustrating. If you want one of the best examples of it kind of thing, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> he would probably be on the Asperger's spectrum somewhere because he's, again, he's just focused on his experience, his world. He doesn't understand why other people need emotional things. He's very concrete. He's very literal. And he's not high in the emotional realm of communication like like you and I would be. Right. And they made an entire series out of the way it can drive roommates and friends crazy in a humorous and fun way. Yes. I love the Big Bang Theory. It's, it's just superb in all sorts of ways. But if you combine that with someone who's highly sensitive. sensitive and needs things her way and needs to be responded to with empathy, with understanding, with pursuit, when she needs her husband to initiate some of those things that communicate care, understanding, and love, right? you've got a recipe for fireworks. It would be very, very, very frustrating. So the question I would have for this couple right here is she's self-aware enough to self-diagnose herself as being a highly sensitive person. Does he, is he aware that he would have high functioning Asperger's or does he not even, is he not aware of that? Or is that just a diagnosis she's made, right. but has not really told him? Because when someone can have a diagnosis, it's not just labeling, it's actually explaining. It's like, oh, that's why all of these behaviors combine together. There's a name for that. Yes. And when I found out yeah. that I was highly sensitive, there was this sense of like, oh, the final piece of the puzzle is put in. Yeah. And then I was really mad because I didn't want to be highly sensitive. No. Right. Exactly. But it really, it kind of brought some congruency for me Yeah. because it was like, oh, this all finally makes sense. Yeah. Why when I was a kid and my socks didn't come to the same height on my legs and it drove me crazy and my mom would get so frustrated with me because yeah. she's like, they're just socks. It's just socks. And I'm like, I can feel that they're not in the same place on yep. the legs. It's driving yep. me crazy. You should go shoe shopping with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> not not because she's a woman who wants to find, you know, the pretty kind of shoes, but but for comfort wise, it's an experience. It's a full day thing because she doesn't just go to Foot Locker and buy a pair of tennis shoes. She has to try on 50 pairs of tennis shoes to find the one that doesn't rub her foot in the wrong way or, or push on this funky bone that she has in her toe or, you know, smells funny or whatever it or is. squeaks when I walk. Squeaks when you walk. <laughs> it's, it's an adventure. Or you should go Christmas tree shopping with my wife. That doesn't have anything to do oh, with being highly sensitive. Everything because you want to go to, you want to go to every Christmas tree lot and then you wander around smelling the trees going does this one smell like Christmas <laughs> sticking my arm up in the air to see if it's tall enough 
and you always find the one that's in the farthest corner of the lot. Okay. That we have to cut down and drag that stupid thing a mile and a half back to the truck. What Christmas tree did we get last no, no, year? No, 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 no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about for 28 years. Okay. I'll give you that for we're, 28 we're years. We're skewed. You have totally indulged my crazy. Yes. And we didn't understand that you were a highly sensitive person until no. probably I would put it 15 years ago. Maybe. I don't even think it's been it, that w- long. It was really in my counseling career that I came across this idea of hi- highly sensitive person. Someone actually wrote a book called The Highly Sensitive Person. Right. And it explained a lot. And again, you said, well, I don't want this. No, I and, and you didn't like the, it's not a diagnosis. It's not a mental health no. in, the, in the DSM thing. It's just a way to explain people who look at the world this way. Yes. And again, it answered some questions. What it did for me is it brought clarity and said, okay, maybe she's just not being selfish. Maybe this is an actual thing for her. This, the sound of the TV doesn't bother me at all, but it drives her crazy because her ears are literally more sensitive. It hurts her ears. And if I'm going to be a loving, understanding husband, I need to accommodate some of those things. Not because she's selfish, but because it's it's a it's a sensitivity thing for you. Now, I don't have Asperger's. I'm not on the autism spectrum anywhere. Um, I have the ability to empathize and to reflect, and my mirror neurons pick up on your emotional state, and I respond to that. And Correct. some of those things don't happen for people who are are struggling with Asperger's. So. Does your husband, dear lady who wrote this in, is he aware that this is a dynamic that's playing out? Because if it is, and he's going, yeah, I I know that I have this, and I know that you are a highly sensitive person, then there can become some learned behaviors. It's not done out of a reaction or a response. It's done because he's he will train himself. This is the right thing to say or do in this right. situation. That's actually how they work with a lot of um, autistic uh, or Asperger's kind of uh, people where they they learn social skills and when to execute them based upon a formula, not based upon a an actual reaction to right. what's happening in the moment. And that's not a bad thing. Um, it's, it's, it's a necessary thing so that they aren't as socially awkward or sometimes they're actually offensive because they just they, they say the wrong thing at the wrong time because they've missed the social cue right. or the tone of the conversation. And it, and it really can hurt a lot of people's feelings. The good thing about that is there's the ability to learn. Yeah. As well as be able to give something that you haven't been able to give prior to. Yeah. Even if he doesn't understand it, if it doesn't make sense, because some of the things that he will learn to say or give Mm -hmm. won't make any sense. Like, I don't I don't get why this is important. Yeah. But he he has the ability to learn that out of that formula. Right. And that will actually help because you're coming from you both understand you're highly sensitive. He has Asperger's. There has to be some good tools to use even if they're not the way people who don't deal with those yeah, function on function. a daily basis. Yes. And so those can be accepted wonderfully. They can be received wonderfully mm-hmm. because you understand yeah. 
the situation of the other person. Yeah. You understand them. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I would also say that you've already started. You're already starting on a good foundation because there was love there in some way. I mean, you guys got married. Yes, there, and they've been married for forty years. So this isn't like something that's just coming up. There has been love, or you guys have been able to function in some way for forty years, and you just want to take it to the next level. You want to yes. be functioning better. Better. And I I completely admire that. I I really appreciate couples who aren't necessarily in crisis, but they need a tune-up. They they yes. want to get the, the marriage running better. Probably the thing I would start with for this couple is finding a support group. There are hundreds or thousands of support groups for families who have uh, autistic children or adults who are struggling with autism. And again, Asperger's falls within that general criteria. There might even be specific groups for adults who have Asperger's. And when you can start to talk to other family members or spouses who are struggling with this, that commiseration, that understanding, you actually can learn from other people what works best in their relationship and beg, steal, and borrow. Just do as much as you can to assimilate some of those new skills that you might not have tried. Groups that can help you work through a specific issue is one of the most powerful ways um, that you can work through things like this that are beyond behavioral. Again, this is going to be biological. There yes. is there is a functioning issue that's not happening and you have to take that in consideration. It's like uh, if, you're, if you've lost your sight and you have to learn how to be a blind person now, you have to get trained. You have to have exactly. someone who's going to show you how to use a cane and how to function and get on the bus or how to operate at work now. There's a learning curve that you actually have to seek out training. And this would fall into that category for sure. The other thing that I would say is at least something that was helpful for me. And do you remember who the author of the book is? Reading the highly sensitive person was helpful for me, aside from me having to go through all of the grief process of I hate this, I don't like that I'm so sensitive, yada, yada, yada. It did help me get some tools. So I think that would be a really good thing if she hasn't Uh, read that book or done gone online and found there's lots of resources online on highly sensitive people that will help um, give you tools to relate in not relate but how to function in the world easier yeah so when we're watching a movie in the house and and it's on really loud because it's surround sound yeah i put earplugs in yeah so that reduces the noise level typically if i get over noised i fall asleep yeah that takes care of the problem too so when my body is overloaded whether that's with sound sight smell emotion excitement i typically will fall asleep it well, just happens. Well, here's something I just learned because, again, Amazon answers all of our questions in the world now. The Highly Sensitive Person, How to Thrive When the World Overwhelms You. It's a book by Elaine Aron. Yes. A-R-O-N. No double A, just A-R-O-N. But as I'm scrolling down here, it looks like she has a newer book um, that I wasn't aware of called The Highly Sensitive Person in Love. Same author, Elaine Aron, A-R-O-N. Uh, understanding and Managing Relationships When the World Overwhelms You. That might be a really good place to start, um, at least for your half of the equation. Right. Maybe not the Asperger's part, but for the highly sensitive person. We should probably order that book so that you and I can understand it better. And because it plays out in our world, we should probably figure out how to get it figured out in our world so that other people can benefit from our our path here. So that's where that's where I would start. 
looks like it's fairly reasonable in price here. Um, yeah, I would start just go to Amazon and look those two things up. Yep. So that that's just something that I'm yeah. thinking as you know, when you're learning about yep. your own self, in yeah. order to make your Relate marriage better. better you work on your own things as well. Yeah. And um, I like it. that was really helpful for me to learn s- just some things that I could do that I wouldn't have to tell you, can you turn that down? And then yeah. you wouldn't be able to hear or enjoy yeah. or, you know, just different things like that. Yep. This has been kind of a specific topic today, but yeah. it's also one we've actually had a lot of uh, questions from this one video that we have on YouTube. We have. By the way, if you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel. It's <laughs> called do. Secure Marriage. Imagine that. Uh, we actually are planning on releasing a lot more videos. We should probably do that. But um, for now, it's some older videos that are on there. Hopefully some good content. Hopefully this is uh, one of the videos that are still up there. Um, and if you would like to see some videos, email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com and let us know what you want us to make a video about and we will put it out there. Uh, we have made a lot of videos in terms of our online workshop. We've got five plus hours. Yes. Each video is about six minutes long. It's not like sitting down and being bored to tears while watching us talk. <laughs> they're short, easy to digest, little nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. And, and there's worksheets that go along with each video. And it's an entire program that kind of walks you through the six parts of the Secure Marriage Framework, which is the framework of the foundation for every healthy relationship. It came out of working with hundreds and hundreds of married couples over the last 17, almost 18 years of being a counselor here. And I've yet to find a couple that it doesn't work with. So I decided instead of keeping it to myself or having to have people pay hundreds or thousands of dollars in marriage therapy, let's make an online course that's available for lots of couples. Uh, This gal who wrote in, she said she's from the UK. She'd never be able to come see me as a a counselor or as a client, but she could download this and, and watch these videos and get the same content that I give all of my clients in my office. It's not specific to your story. That's one benefit about personal counseling, but it's the same principles. And like you said, education, these book will educate you. These videos will educate you. So if you wanted to kind of start working on your marriage and these foundational principles, securemarriage.com top right corner, there's a little button that says online workshop, click on that. And it costs less than two sessions of marriage therapy. Really, it's it's a reasonably priced for tons and tons of content because we want marriages to get better. We want to be yes, able to answer these absolutely. questions and nothing would make us happier than to, to find out someone somewhere has benefited from these podcasts and from those yeah. workbooks and from our online workshop and the videos we put on YouTube and the t-shirts we wear and the funny hats. All yep. That's what we want to have. So anyway, for those who are listening and tolerate this podcast, Thank you so much for being with us on this journey. It sometimes is a roller coaster. I absolutely love doing this with my bride. (laughs) She makes me laugh. I know she makes a lot of you laugh as well. So I I love doing this with you, honey. I love doing it with you too. All right, let's be done. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.